Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, on God, Amen. Today is the fifth Sunday in the Holy 50 days and during the Holy 50 days the readings are about our new life with the resurrected Christ. Before the crucifixion and the salvation, the way to heaven was closed because we were exiled from the paradise of joy after the sin of Adam and Eve. And all the people who died before the crucifixion, they went to Hades. And they remained in Hades waiting for their salvation. For the door to heaven will be opened again. And we can go to the heavenly places. There were more than one problem actually in order to be able to go back to heaven. One actually of the problems, it's mentioned in the fraction of Bright Saturday. We say about the Lord Jesus Christ that he went within the veil to the holy place of the holies, the place into which anyone of human nature cannot enter, the place into which anyone of human nature cannot enter. So not only our transgression and the sentence of death were actually obstacles for our salvation and that we go back to heaven, but also the holy of the holies in heaven, this place into which anyone of human nature cannot enter, which means all of us cannot enter. God in his love for mankind, in his economy, that he planned even before the foundation of the world. He planned that the Son of God will come and take our human nature. So he took our full humanity and he became man. So he is God-man. He is true God and true man. And these two natures united together without mingling, without confusion, and without alteration. On the cross, he saved us. He shed his blood because without shedding blood, there is no forgiveness. He carried our sins. He is the Lamb of God who carries the sins of the world. He carried our curse, as St. Paul also explained. He carried our sentence of death and he died on the cross. And now, by his resurrection, he abolished the power of death. And by his resurrection, he saved all of us, because now there is no sentence of death upon those who believe in him and walk in his footsteps. So now, actually, the Lord Jesus Christ became the way to heaven. If you believe in him and you abide in him, you have access 
to the heavenly places. As St. Paul also mentioned in uh, Hebrews chapter 9, that Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands that is not of this creation, and not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. So he entered into this place into which no one with human nature can enter. But can anyone stop the Lord Jesus Christ from entering this holy place? Definitely not, because he is God. But since he entered with our human nature, he gave to us access in him to enter into the heavenly places. So that's why in Hebrews chapter 10, after St. Paul explained how the Lord Jesus Christ as our high priest entered in order to give us access into this place into which no one with human nature can enter. So now if we abide in him through the sacraments of the church, in him we can enter into the holy place. So in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 he said, Therefore brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Now we have boldness to enter into the holy of the holies in heaven through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ by a new and living way. But a new and living way. What is this new and living way? It is Jesus himself, which he consecrated for us. So this way he consecrated for us through the veil that's his flesh. Now we can understand when the Lord said to the disciples, I go to prepare a place for you. Preparing a place is not like when we have very important guests and we try to prepare a place to accommodate him. No. The Lord is not preparing a place in this way. But since he is united with our humanity, then by our humanity, he entered into the Holy of the Holies. And now he gave us his body and his blood on the altar every day. So when we partake of his body and his blood, we become one with him. So in him, in him, where he is, he entered into the Holy of the Holies. In him, we can enter into the Holy of the Holies. So when he said, I will go to prepare a place for you, he meant, now I will go and die on the cross and I will shed my blood for you as the high priest. But high priest for the good things to come, as St. Paul explained in Hebrews. And I will be risen on the third day. And then I will ascend to heaven. And I will enter by my own blood into the holy of the holies. And I will enter by my human nature, but the glorified nature after resurrection, into the holy of the holies. So that when you believe in me, 
and you abide in me, you die with me in baptism, and you rise with me in baptism. When you are united with me in the Eucharist, and you abide in me, then I will come again and receive you to myself. I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. Then, when we die, we will not go to Hades. As he said, where I am, there you may be also. You will be with me in the Holy of the Holies. Where I am, you will be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. The way we know means abide in Christ. Be in the church. And in the church, through the mysteries of the church, through the sacrament, through the baptism, chrismation, repentance, confession, communion, you abide in Christ. You put on Christ, then you go with him. Where I go, you know, and the way you know. At that time, when the Lord spoke with the disciples, by the way, this conversation happened on Covenant Thursday, before his crucifixion. And after he gave them his body and his blood. So Thomas asked him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Because all the events of crucifixion, burial, resurrection did not happen yet. So the Lord told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Which means, he is the true way to eternal life. If you try to understand what he means by way, truth, and life, means he is the true way to eternal life. And he is the only way to eternal life. No other name were given to the people by which they are saved. Only through Jesus Christ. There is no other name. That's why in John chapter 3 and verse 36, it says, He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, because he is the way. And he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. In the book of Proverbs, there is a verse that was repeated twice. There are many other ways that seems good to people, but their end is destruction. The only true way to eternal life is the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he make it very clear, no one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me. He's the link, he's the mediator, he's the intercessor, because he is the son of the Father. So if we abide in him, in him we will be the children of God the Father. This way is not a rosy way. The Lord said, if you want to be my disciple, carry your cross and follow me. And he described the way that the entrance to this way is a narrow gate. And the way in itself is difficult. But its end, eternal life. And in this way, few will walk in it. There is another way 
that has a wide gate and the way is broad and many will walk in it but its end is destruction we need to examine ourselves are we in the way are we in Christ what is the narrow gate the narrow gate is the self-denial it's not easy to deny yourself it's not easy to deny your desires many times I want to come to Christ, but with all my desires, with my ego, with my pride, with my arrogance. The Lord said, if you want to be my disciple, deny yourself, carry your cross and follow me. Deny yourself in order to be a servant of Christ. Because our ego all the time fight with the commandment of God. Our ego loves the praise, loves the money, loves the pleasure. Maybe sometimes more than our love for God. We choose to go and have fun more than coming to the church, attending praises or whisper or spiritual revival or liturgy. We prefer to work and to make money rather than worshiping the Lord on the day of the Lord. We like to be praised and to be glorified. Although as St. Paul said, what do you have and you did not receive it? And if you have received it, why you boast as if you did not receive it? Any gift you have, any gift, any talent, you received it from God. So why do you boast as if you did not receive it? Here, that is the narrow gate, is to deny yourself completely. In the monasteries, if you visit the old cells, not the new one, the door to the cell is both narrow in width and in height. In height, so every time the monk enters his cell, he has to bow down to enter. And in width, you cannot have a big piece of furniture to enter through this door. Because they lived their life free of attachment. They were not attached to anything. They lived a simple life. That is a self-denial. They denied themselves. Here, especially in the Western culture, it's about worshipping yourself. See what you want and do it. See what you desire and do it. It is the complete opposite of Christianity. It's the complete opposite to walk in the way, the only way to eternal life. This is the wide gate when you please yourself, when you are a seeker of money and a seeker of pleasure. And then after you enter the way itself, there is cross. You will be persecuted by Satan, by the children of the world, as the Lord told us, you are not of this world. If you are of this world, the world would have loved you. But you are not of this world. That's why the world hates you as he hated me before you. So people actually will be against the true children of God and will persecute them. Are we ready to accept this? But the Lord promised us that he will be with us during this difficult time. I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you that's why next week 
The gospel is about our victory in Christ. Yes, the door is narrow and the way is difficult, but don't be afraid. As the Lord, you, you're going to hear next week, in the world you'll have many tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So if you're abiding in me, my victory will be your victory. In me, you will overcome the world. And the end of this way, actually, is the eternal life. Let me show you how the world is rebelling against God. I don't think it is a coincidence that in major states and cities, they name some ways as the Broadway. And usually, in the Broadway, you will find everything that is corrupt. They are challenging God. God is saying to us, enter through the narrow gate and walk in the difficult way. So here we say, no, we will make a street and we will call it the broad way. And in these streets, actually, we will have places for every single sin to rebel against God. That is how our ego stands against our salvation. God died on the cross to save us and to tell us, I am the way, the truth, and life. If you abide in me, you will have eternal life. Now it is our choice. Now we know who is the way. Now we know the requirement to be in this way. It's our choice. Either to live according to the world, entering every day through the wide gate and walk in the broad way, rebelling against God, but the end of this way is eternal condemnation. Or we choose to be in the way in the Lord himself, to enter through the narrow gate and to walk in the difficult way, trusting that he is with us and we are in him and in him we will overcome the world, and at the end, we will have eternal life. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart, and we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.